The Face of Latina Professionals propels women of color to reach their highest potential through education, community, and self-development. Join us as we come together to provide a platform for Latina voices to connect and be heard on the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. Today I'm joined by Jess Gomez. Jess, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. You were here for the kickoff of the Face of Latina Professionals podcast within the event that we had. Yeah. That was quite a while ago. It was a while. When was it? Man, that was like two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Feels like a while ago. It was a while ago. Um, But yeah, tell me exactly where, because you were not born in the United States. Um, So tell me about where uh, the Jess story begins. Oh. (laughs) Well, I am originally from Michoacan, Mexico. Uh, Born and raised there. I moved here when I was 10 and a half. a crazy transition yeah I still remember do you remember it. like it was yesterday oh I do really I do very impactful yeah tell me about it in many ways I mean I was actually um driving today and I was remembering about uh this teacher that I had in fifth grade mm. it's so funny because I was just thinking about it right um I think being a a, a kid that was think very confident kid performer um and coming to a place where you don't speak the language um school is completely different yeah you don't go outside in the winter yeah (laughs) you can't go outside um and then having to say remember this this vividly which is what i was going back to today um sitting in the back of the classroom not understanding and you know, this teacher, um, she took the time to, you know, be patient with me and, mm. and everything. I, I feel like I was like a scared puppy <laughs> in, in the back of that classroom. Really? Yeah. Interesting, because you're not that way now at all. I No, but I, I had to kind of relearn yeah. a lot of things, you know, um, relearn my confidence, like I said, I mean, I used to like perform and do poetry. And, oh no way! You know, dance and play soccer, and then coming here, I like I shut down. Interesting. In a lot of ways. Yeah. I was like, well, I guess. Were you yeah. unhappy about the move? Yeah. Really? Yeah, for so, a very long time. <laughs> wow! No way! Yeah. So you, I mean, you love being. So uh, why did your parents move? What was uh, the reason for for moving? Better education. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And, being together as a family. Yeah. We spent a lot of time apart, spent a lot of time apart for my dad growing up. Because he would come here or what? He would come here for work, and then he would go back. But, you know, spending three, four months out of the year with your dad, it's not really yeah. ideal. For sure. So that's when they decided, like, we should probably move here as a family, and we did. And now brothers, sisters? I'm the oldest of four. Okay. We're all here. Yeah. And we're very, very close. Was everybody born in Mexico or was anybody born here? So my sister and I were born over there. No, my brother, my sister and I. Mm-hmm. And then the youngest yeah. was born here. So your experience growing up with the word Latina or Latino, right? Um, being Mexican, I mean, you're Mexican, right? But then coming here, you're a part of a, a bigger culture of, of Spanish-speaking individuals south of the border, right? Um mm-hmm. 
when did you first kind of start identifying as not just being Mexican and having that upbringing and, and knowing that from, you know, home life and where you grew up, but now all of a sudden this other kind of, yeah, just this other community, this other association being Latina come into play for you. When did you first acknowledge that? When do you remember that? I don't think it was until like probably high school mm. and actually becoming like really good friends with people from like, from like, other countries. Ecuador, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, Peru, and learning about, like, their food, uh, you know, Puerto Rican, right, like, right. like all these different, and actually, like, learning, like, they'll tell you stories, just yeah. like you tell your story, or share things, or even, I don't know, share a meal, or, you yeah. know, but yeah. I think it was much, much later, like, I mean, I'm gonna say high school, because that's when I started talking to other, like, Latinas, and, like, really, you know, even, like, going over to their homes, yeah, and, yeah. So and now and now as you know in, in kind of looking at that growing up and uh, seems like you fully embraced being here as <laughs> what others you had to right yeah um, but yeah that like that identity that then you created for yourself going from you know being in Mexico performing being in sports social having this confidence coming here relearning things culture shock all of that right mm-hmm. when did you really start to develop like the the you that you are now and this confidence and you know stepping into um, these opportunities that you've created for yourself. I think I it's been a journey, right? It's been a journey of like learning the language and then learning where you fit in and learning where you don't fit in, right? And then relearning maybe I can do certain things that I thought I couldn't or I shouldn't or being the shy kid for a little while. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and that was part of the journey. I was I was the shy kid in, for a very long time, years, wow. right? But then um, starting to do some of those things that I really find like joy in. Yeah. So starting to dance again in high school. Really? I oh, mean, so it was did. nerve-wracking, right? Wow. But I got involved in sports again, little by little, sure, of course. Sure, You know, and then after high school, experience in college, and then... Um, being in the real estate industry now, it's kind of like navigating from a very long time ago, like having a business, speaking with different people. And, you know, at the end of the day, I love connecting with different people and like hearing their stories and like sharing things. And it's like, well, you can't do that sitting Mm -hmm. in the back of the classroom, like like in life. Right, right. That's a good analogy. No, absolutely. (laughs) So when did you first get into real estate? What drew you to it? The opportunity, yeah, the promised opportunity, right? The I don't think I even realized the the amount of of opportunity and and the different ways that you can navigate real estate, mm. right? Um, but it was five six years ago. Oh no way! Yeah, um, I worked. At a, at a bank back then, and I was like, hmm, I don't, I don't think I, I want to do this long term, right? I loved the idea of like choosing where you are on a Tuesday afternoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at least I don't know, having the freedom of going to lunch and being working on your laptop rather than being like stuck in a building somewhere, stuck yeah. inside and just watching everyone mm-hmm. walk by. So. Yeah, that was that's what drew you, and then as far as 
building a business, right? I mean, it seems like that was your first time trying to step out and do something like that. What was the the thing you had to learn to overcome? Uh, you obviously you overcame the shyness and, and the culture shock of coming here, but now uh, having to relearn or learn something for the first time, what was the biggest thing that you had to overcome in in, in business? One of the hardest things is prob- probably credibility. Yeah. Right? Um, establishing credibility. Yeah. Establishing credibility. Like, first of all, you have to believe in yourself, right? That confidence again. Like, having confidence in what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having others actually believe in that, too. Um, and especially, you know, being Mexican in the Mexican mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. If you're young and you're a woman, not as credible, right? right? right. It, especially if you're young, period. You know, in anywhere. Yeah. Um, so being a young Latina in real estate, why would I trust her? Why should I trust her? Does she know what she's talking about? Yeah. All those questions that I knew people don't dare to say out loud, but I know those questions existed. So how did you prepare for them knowing that they existed, right? So that almost seems like you're having to answer questions that aren't being asked. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So how did you prepare to kind of show up? to combat those things that you knew that were swirling around in people's heads? It, it was learning, just learning faster. Like that, I think that's me, my personality, right? I, I had to learn faster. Mm. I Where can I get a piece of information? Where can I learn more? How can I gain more skills? How, it, it wasn't, again, it, I mean, it's not easy, right? Sure. But it's like, well, can I read a book about it? Can I, who can I ask? You know, and starting my career in real estate, I'm, you know, very fortunate. I had an amazing team, an amazing office that's mm-hmm. also very supportive and very generous with knowledge with each other. But that's that's how you overcome it. Like yeah. you, you, you have to be prepared. You have to go into meetings knowing that you have something of value, something positive to offer. And so that's why I'm in front of you, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like believing that first and knowing truly that we can make something really good happen through home ownership or through purchasing an investment property right. or planning for the future or, you know, making the right move. For you, right. Yeah. For and, you. Right. And, and, and it's interesting you say that just because I think that's the biggest thing I've had to learn to overcome with the Latino and especially Latina community of you know, seeing that value in themselves, right? And believing mm-hmm. that. Um, what advice would you give to Latinas listening that um, maybe struggle with that, right? Or like, I call it, you know, the, the imposter syndrome that 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 I'm not enough or, you know, I don't have the value that, that others have that I should be going out there and being on a podcast or putting myself out there. And, you know, here you are saying, no, you know, that's that's important, right? Um, yeah, what, what advice would you give for those women struggling to to see the value in themselves like that yeah so i i think one of the things that i heard and it clicked for me right was if you have a seat at the table Mm. it's for a reason yeah so you have something of value yeah you 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 yourself are sitting at the table already for a reason so just be yourself and let's see what the conversation at the table will bring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's so true. And I, and I love just how, like I said, you're creating opportunities for yourself as well. And 
one of those is that we were talking about how um, for you going into real estate and, and talking about the promises to that uh, now you know you've been in it for a little bit you've kind of found out what you like about it what you don't you know how you want to move and, and now you're looking at california you're, you're spending time there uh, i would love for you to tell me just how you know that kind of all came to be where you know looking to to maybe even get licensed out there or that mm-hmm. i mean not even looking to i mean you are right that's what's going to happen but yeah so where did all that come from and and how's that been going sure so i when i started my career in real estate i my whole world was you know again, being of value and delivering um, something positive to the people that I was serving, my clients. And I, it's been a few years now, um, and I'm super grateful for the journey thus far. Now, looking to expand, right, um, and maybe conduct business a little bit different than I have been for the past four plus years. Mm. Um, and so now, looking to see you know, in California and L.A., uh, learning the community out there and, and, and you know, having that um, long-term vision is to have uh, that funnel between mm, both states. Right. So. And, and part of that is also learning social media. I mean, as much as that is, right, like that's such a big part of success these days in business. How have you kind of like uncovered some things that have helped you and, and, and now – um, are able to even consider going to California, right? And, and, and marketing yourself. And yeah, just tell me the things that you've learned through, um, yeah, like especially social media, just how big it is, the importance that it's played um, in, in, in you being able to make these moves. Yeah. Well, social media itself has opened a lot of doors for me, you know, and I've been able to connect with a lot of my past clients mm. through social media. Um, connect with a lot of... Uh, people in the industry as well. So it's like, uh, you know, a little window there that you can open and, you know, new possibilities yeah. are on the other side. Yeah. And it's um, amazing how that works, I think. Um, but and, and as far as like, I guess, um, like what you've learned from it, right? What is the biggest takeaway from, yeah, just connecting with people these days, relationships through, you know, online versus the, the traditional way of networking? Because... The, the Hispanic community has grown, Latino community has grown significantly in, in, in Chicago and beyond, but also just in real estate, right? And you're seeing a lot more representation, a lot more uh, homeowners or new homeowners. Um, but yeah, just that side of how things were done, it almost seems like we're not as quite caught up with the social media part yet, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there, that's a huge opportunity for us that I think we just need to start focusing on a little more, right? But you seem to have at least are learning the game, you know, mastering it. What, what, what have you learned that you could maybe offer from advice for people who aren't uh, attuned to it as much or haven't seen that as a resource and still depend more on the old school, like, you know, face-to-face networking, which is necessary and, and an important part, but obviously social media has a bigger reach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've um, leaned a lot of, uh, leaned a lot on, um, sharing knowledge and like sharing information Mm. and people appreciate that and i think that's one of the things that you just keep on doing it consistently like something interesting or something new that's coming out for example like in real estate just keeping people up like updated or you know in in like small neighborhoods highlighting what's going on in your neighborhood and it all it 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 isn't always about a, a property it's sometimes I'm sharing something that I really enjoy mm. and other people like that too. Yeah. Um, so I think 
that's what I like. If you continue to do it consistently um, for real estate specifically, if you share your information, share your thought, share knowledge, um, share like the facts that are happening in Chicago, in this neighborhood, like keeping it real almost, mm-hmm. you know, and also like um, don't be afraid of like showing some of yourself too. like I love painting, for example, you know, a lot of people don't know that about me but now they do because i shared a painting on you know my instagram okay um so people relate different ways so it's it's a way to like you know relate to others and it's very easy i guess yeah to to do that because you take a picture in a video and again if you do it consistently then you build your own community on there so absolutely did you find it um difficult at all to start that way or like to to be vulnerable and put yourself out there in, in, at first oh yeah yeah it's hard yeah I bet, right and especially i mean you know if you're like private if you don't really take right. videos or or share a lot and you know it, you're it's the fear of being criticized too like Absolutely. what are my peers thinking did they think that was like you know what what, what did you come away with that like were did you get negative feedback? Were all those uh, fears validated or was it just like, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be? It was not as bad as I thought. But I yeah. think starting off, like if you're starting, a, you know, a page for your business or, you know, if you're doing a video, that's always in the back of your mind, right? Like that little negative voice of like, what if it goes wrong? What if? And that stops us from doing a lot of things, right? So you have to, with if you're on social media, you do have to kind of overcome that little negative voice in your head. Um, for me, that was hard uh, because I want things to be not perfect, but very good quality, right? Mm-hmm. And so doing things like on a consistent basis every single day, it is like that little negative voice of like, is this good enough? Is this, you know, is this okay? Yeah. So it was just like the small negative voice of like maybe that was like trying to stop me from doing it and sure. I have to overcome it. Well, People are going to have things to say all the time, but <laughs> right, right. do your thing. And, and I mean, like I said, it comes across very confident to me that you've been doing it. And, and obviously it's, it hasn't had a negative repercussion, but it, it, quite the opposite. Like you said, you've created opportunities here. You are kind of viewing the world differently and actually um, in so many ways, almost creating opportunities through social media by this kind of new relationship that you have with real estate. Right. Um, so tell me about the future then. What does it look like as far as what, you know, you kind of hope for with California and getting licensed out there and just navigating the world now between two, you know, two states then? Two states. Yeah. Well, the long term vision is definitely to be between both. I mean, Chicago yeah. is home. Right. Um, and California is a place of new opportunity. Um and so that is the long-term vision to be duly licensed and okay. you know uh, serve the community here and serve the Latino community over there. I think, especially, right? Um, how can we provide or how can we bring opportunity to our community? Yeah. In in both states, um, and for me, you know, uh, hopefully that also gives me that freedom that was what attracted me in the first place right like, that I was sold into this <laughs> <laughs> um so that like that freedom of like traveling between both states and you know also um not having to be boots on the ground all the time yeah and uh being able to travel and you know a little more freedom definitely more freedom freedom <laughs> of location is one of the one of the things that i think for me 
It's very, very important. Absolutely. No, I, and I could tell. <laughs> it is awesome. I mean, you know what you want and, and you're going after it. So uh, if people are listening and they want to reach out, support, follow, how can they find you on social media, online? Yeah, it's uh, Chicago Real Estate. Um, Jess Gomez on Instagram. That's where I'm at. And I spend a lot of my time on there. So Awesome. Well, on that, I want to thank you for coming in, sharing your story and just being uplifting for others in the community. Well, thank you so much for having me.